Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Today, uh, I'd like to talk about, you know, we entitled this topic as Election Time, okay? Which is tomorrow, Election Day tomorrow. So this is like the season for us to, you know, for the people of our country to vote, okay? To vote who will be the next uh, leader or president and so on. Now, I hope no one gets offended with this topic because you know what? Even in our media, you know, uh, we're members of the media group, uh, you know, different people have different views, different, you know, even in church, and so when I attend ministerial meetings, pastoral meetings, and etc., you would know and feel that everyone has their, you know, chosen, uh, fixed <laughs> candidate already, and they they kind of fight for the their their candidates, you know. So, but the thing is this. But the thing is this. I am not going to, you know. Uh, what do you say? Uh, what, what, how do I say this? I am not going to tell you whom to vote. Okay? Is that okay? So, tomorrow is uh, election day. And really, there are people that look nice. You know, they, they have good reputations. Reputation. Uh, they, they, you know, perfect in, in our assessment. But may not be with God. That's the truth. Okay, because people are people, and and you know people can wear masks of all a sort. I mean, all sort of masks just to please people. Okay, and then you see during the campaign period, you see a lot of smiles and waving, and and you know they they they, they, they by all means they try to connect with people, but after election, that's not going to be the reality, right? You you know that you know we've been through this uh, many many times. So, you know, there are a lot of candidates they want to look good to people before, you know, the mass. But, you know, uh, make a lot of promises. But then after that, uh, they say, uh, well, uh, it was the campaign. So it's not, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, but the thing is this, we cannot wear masks before God. You know, no no one can hide anything before God. Uh, no one can trick God. So he, God knows exactly what we, you know, what we have inside our hearts. You know, so you know there was uh, I was asked several times by different people. You know, different times I was asked, uh, Pastor, uh, who's your president? <laughs> who's your president? <laughs> Uh, whom are you voting for? Yeah, something like that. So, but I gave no, I gave no name. Okay, uh, I mean no definite answer, except okay, except about the one that I've been waiting for. Okay, I vote for him. Okay, I choose him. The one who is whom I'm waiting for is the one who will establish his eternal kingdom. I'm looking for him and I'm looking. It's like the song of Steve Green. I'm looking for the city with a true foundation whose designer and builder is not made by human hands but by God himself. Wow. 
Okay? Because Jesus, He alone can establish true peace, true shalom, prosperity, and, you know, uh, governance that, that has righteousness. Um, or, I mean, He alone can govern in righteousness. Okay? Um, no one else can establish a perfect government like the Lord Yeshua or the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want a definite answer from me, you know, uh, you know, whom I will, you know, what, you know, what I have in heart, what fills my heart, you know, uh, a person or that, uh, that is, uh, over, that overwhelms or that, uh, my heart, you know, I mean, if there is a leader that I look forward to, that I look up to, that I salute, that I absolutely, you know, will surrender my life for him, there is only one, okay? It is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is my choice, my choice forever. You know what? Because I know that with him, you know, there will be no failure. You will not be disappointed. I tell you that anyone in this world, in this planet, any candidate will disappoint you. You know, not in everything, but somehow, somewhere, in some aspects, because no one is perfect. But there is one leader that when he comes and establishes everlasting kingdom, we will never be disappointed. Okay, that is why, because if you put your hope, you know, if you depend, or, you know, if you uh, entrust the, uh, the, your country, your, your life, your, your family, the future, your future children, your children's children in the hands of people, you know, people are people. People are limited. But there is one who is not. And he, we must invite him in our lives. So, guys, tomorrow is election day. Now, I don't know whom you will vote, but guess what? That is not as important. You know, the election tomorrow is not as important uh, uh, with regards or in comparison with being part of the elect. <laughs> okay? I mean... Elect in the Lord. You know, the Lord has an elect. You know, people who are, hallelujah, who would come to Him, whom He chose, who will respond, who will follow Him, you know, be part of God's elect. So that is, make sure of that, you know. Make sure of that before making sure whom you will vote tomorrow. Make sure that you're part of God's elect. Where if Jesus comes, if you know, you will be with him forever. That is important. Be part of God's elect. Okay, so before uh, I will be mentioning that again uh, at the end, but uh, today uh, uh, it is very important again. Uh, to, I want to tell you this my unchangeable choice, okay, uh, the one that fills my heart. Every room of my heart is the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe in Him as my Lord and Savior. And that is, that is the choice that I will fight for. Okay? And it's worth fighting for. Not the candidates. Not the presidentials. Not those who run for office in our country. That is not worth fighting for. 
Okay? Sometimes there are people, of, I mean, I, I just maybe two days ago uh, in our media group, you know, the, the, some are ma- making the reports, you know, th- you know, something like that. But you see, they say, well, uh, we, we have to fight for so-and-so, so-and-so with this and that now because the, the future of our country, you know, lies on the whoever that is, then that is not true, guys. That is not true. You know that. We've been through a lot of elections already, and, and the same story, you know, is the same garbage going on and nothing. You know why? Because people are people. You, I'll tell you what is worth fighting for, okay? Your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The rest is not so significant, okay? So make sure that you're part of God's elect first before going to vote, uh, I mean, the, uh, to, to the place where you, you will cast your vote, okay? Um, all right, let me read the 2 Timothy 4, 7 to 8. It says, I fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. You see, this is the Apostle Paul. He fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I kept the pace. So what is he fighting for? He fought to, you know, he fought for his faith that he would not give up his belief, his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that he would not give up his followership. Now, a lot of people since the pandemic, you know, uh, their love for the Lord, their passion to come to church, to worship God, to be with brethren have grown cold. And that is true until today. People uh, do not, you know, a lot of people do not prioritize church anymore. And that is true. I mean, that's part of prophecy. You know, you can read that in the New Testament, you know. Uh, but the thing is this, I hope it will. it's not you, <laughs> okay? And, and, and the thing is that the Apostle Paul said, I fought the good fight. I mean, I have... To, to, to stay where God called me to be, okay? I mean, he stood up and stayed in the will of God, okay? You see, for example, Hebrews chapter 10 says, Let us not give up coming together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us what? Come together. As you see, the day of the Lord approaches. You see, it is the will of God that we get together, come to church, worship the Lord, because it's like, Firewood, you know, that, that, uh, that you burn, and then the more firewood, the, the fire, I mean, you, you create bigger fire, okay? And the same thing, the church is designed by God to, you know, uh, to be together, to be one, okay? And, um, and I tell you, oh, let's finish the verse. It says, I fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I've kept the faith. So you... Faith, our faith in Jesus is worth fighting for. So hold on, friends. Verse 8 says, now there, in, uh, now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness. Wow. Crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. He, you know, this is already a tip from the Apostle Paul. And, it's, and he goes on to say, not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. That is why I told you a while ago that I have one that I am certain of 
you know that that you know that really uh, saturated my mind and my heart that I long for that I I long for his return I long for his coming for him to come and establish his eternal kingdom that's the Lord Jesus Christ that's why he says here but also to all who have longed for his appearing there are people there are believers there will according to the Bible there will be Christians who will really long for the coming of the Lord Jesus. You know, I remember, now I just remember Brother Gideon, uh, he, 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 he always says, uh, most of the time in his, uh, when he sends message to me, to Sir Ken, he says, Maranatha, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus. Is that, that uh, the attitude of longing for the appearing of the Lord Jesus? That's the most important thing that we need to have in our hearts. Okay, so that, that's why uh, the Lord, I mean Paul, was expecting uh, and is sure of that he will be rewarded on that day with a crown of righteousness. So for the Lord, you're righteous because you believe in Jesus. You remember uh, one uh, criminal who was with Jesus uh, in the cross when he was crucified. He believed in Jesus. He said, remember me, Lord, when you come to your kingdom. And Jesus told him, today you will be with me in paradise. He instantly, he was declared or, you know, he was acquitted of sin. He was, you know, because he believed. You see, if you believe that Jesus is coming and you're excited for His coming, that is something that did not originate from you. That is something that, that is coming from the Spirit who lives inside you. You know, I mean, we are all excited for the conclusion of this planet Earth. <laughs> okay? If you understand the word, if you have an eagle eye, it's a prophetic thing, then you will see that in the Bible, everything was written already from the beginning to the end. Read the book of Revelation. Now, let's, let's finish this one. So, from 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 to 8, we see, okay, and, and you now, I hope you understand why we all must choose Jesus. Why we must choose Him always, all the time. We need to side with Jesus, okay? Always side with Jesus. No matter what happens, side with the Lord Jesus Christ. Make Jesus your priority. Make Him number one in your life. He is. That's why the Bible says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul. And that is our call. See, that is the, 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 the scripture in Deuteronomy chapter 6. Is it chapter 6, chapter 4? You know, that, that is being announced to Israel. And is, oh, Israel is always reminded, you know. And, and they recite this. You know, uh, um, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. You know, hear, O Israel. What is that in Hebrew? I forgot. No, anyway. <laughs> so, make, love the Lord your God with all. That is our calling. That is our first mission. The rest will just follow if you start, you know, if we establish our relationship, our intimacy with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why I told you, you know, election day, you know, you know, it's important, but not as important as you becoming part of God's elect. You need to understand. If you don't understand this, just rewind this message, okay? But look, you can browse the internet. Be part of God's 
Ah, Deuteronomy 6, for that's right. Shema o Israel. Otherwise, uh, that Shema o Israel. Well, okay, so. Alright, so. So tomorrow, who should you choose? Okay? Well, I will leave that question with a blank answer. Okay, blank answer. Okay, as for you, pray to God. You know, pray to God. Um, ask Him whom you should vote for. Simple, okay? Is that simple? <laughs> but if, you know, if you cast your vote for, toot, okay? Or if you cast your vote for, toot, Okay, or maybe you change your mind all of the sudden when you, you know, when you're, when you're sitting there and you, you, you know, you have the ballot in your hands already, and you know, and then you, you cast your vote for. Toot. Okay, let's just say that. You know what? Still, it will not affect the unconditional prophecies declared in Scripture. It's not. Okay, it's not. God, what God has set into motion, what God has set to happen, will happen. What God will allow, He will allow. What He said would happen to Israel, to the nations, will move in that direction, okay, that the Lord intended it to be. Regardless, I tell you this, regardless of who the president will be in our country. Or in, even in other countries. Okay, regardless. Okay, no human intervention can stop the program of God. The program that God has set in His plan and in His time. No one. Okay, so that's why I, you know, it baffles me if, you know, even people, a lot of people, they, they, they shatter, they, they are... They, they, they panic. They, they, they're so worried about, oh, we don't want this president. We don't want that leader. Don't worry. You know what? <laughs> Save yourself from stress. You know why? Because in the final or in overall analysis of everything, the events that's going to happen in this planet, it will be still, it's orchestrated, it's it, it's uh, God will make sure that what He said in His Word will happen. So, you know, you don't need, you really don't need to worry if you are in the Lord. That's my point. If you know the Lord, if you believe He's sovereign, if you know that He's in control, you have no need to worry. But He wants you to pray about, you know, the things that are happening around the world, okay? But I want you to know, regardless of who the president will be, you know, still, God's plan, God's program, you know, will happen, okay? Nothing will change that. No human intervention can um, can, uh, stop the program that God has set in his time and in, okay so so my point is uh, that is what that is where you and I should fix our eyes to to the program of God what is God doing okay where are we now in God's prophecy that is why we're we've been preaching and teaching uh, 
series, you know, uh, that uh, elaborates or that uh, explains the, the the book of Daniel, you know, Revelation, because it's upon us. Okay, so we should uh, spend some time to study the Bible to to learn uh, what will happen next, because everything will uh, will still fall in line to prophecy okay so what the lord said will come to pass so read the word okay so proverbs 19:21 says many are the plans in a person's heart but it is the lord's purpose that prevails let me read that again proverbs 19:21 says many are the plans in the in a person's heart but it is the lord's purpose that will prevail so if you're a candidate you know you're, you now now you're listening to my uh, preaching, you know, you can make as many promises that you want. May, I mean, with all sincerity, you really mean to deliver your promises once you're in office. Okay, let's say that. But remember this. You cannot tell. You really cannot tell if you have the time, you have the energy, or you have the health, okay, all throughout your term, so you can deliver your promise. We really don't know. Everything is in the hands of the Lord. Everyone has a, a timeline, <laughs> you know. But you can make a shortcut if you take a lot of, uh, uh, you know, you you eat the wrong food, you 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 know, you destroy the temple, of the spirit. Of course, you you that will shorten your life. That's why we have to eat well, eat right, so you know we stay healthy, right? Um, that's why I'm always encouraging everyone read the Bible. You know the uh, read the Bible. So going back to Proverbs 19:21 it says that many are the plans in a person's heart. You can plan all you want. But always remember this that it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. I hope that is very that that that's clear, okay? For the last time, I want to read it again. Proverbs 19.21, many are the plans in the person's heart, in your heart. Maybe no one knows, but you have a plan of your own. But God knows, okay? But, but remember this. The conclusion is, you may have many plans, but the Lord's purpose, it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. That's what the Bible says. Okay, so no person can really tell, can really bring any change to a nation apart from God's will. No one. Okay? That's the truth. So, no matter how many promises we make or how good is the platform of our candidate, of our presidential, it is not in his hands. It is not in her hands to know. It is not in his or her hands to know the trials that the nation will be facing during his term or during his or her term. Um, if you see, uh, you know, our president Duterte never thought that, you know, at this specific year of his term, pandemic would hit the country. He never guessed that, okay? <laughs> but the thing is this, how do you know what will happen next? Read the Bible, friends. Okay, so you have an idea and you can prepare. So, well, there's only one who knows what's going to happen. That's God. 
<laughs> so choose God, right? So how can we determine the right person for the highest position of our country? I mean, whom to vote? Don't forget, tomorrow, even today, don't forget God's principles and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so seek God. Don't, don't ask me because uh, I will not give you any answer. Okay, so, so back, uh, back to election. What can we talk about? The carrot, I mean, no, no, we can, you know, for many years, different times, elections, I, I discuss, I talk about characteristics of a leader, uh, what are the attributes or what are the traits uh, or uh, important qualities of a leader, you know, how to choose basing on biblical principles. You know, I've been discussing that, but today, you know what? I'm not going to talk about one, two, three, four, etc., etc., and then after the preaching, you will forget everything. Okay? But here's one thing that in my life, in my many years in ministry, I, 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 uh, and many years in counseling, remember this, ministry and counseling, many years, after many years, I want you to see uh, the shortcut, you know, if I fuse everything, all the one, two, three, four, five, the qualities, fuse, and then I counsel, we counsel parents and families and relationships and and all the the, the things that that's that's uh, creating chaos in our community. You know, if you do counseling, you under you know what I mean. And there is one answer for the Christian community that we all need to learn, okay? And this is the, the quality, okay? If there's one thing, just one thing, okay? I want to summarize it to one and one only. There is one quality that I'm looking for in a leader. That is why it, it's really hard for me to choose. I said, they ask, who is your president? You know, it's hard to answer because of this one qualification that I look for in a leader. Because if he has this, or if she has this, if he or she has this, well, then I can, you know, at least. <laughs> so, so to save us time, I want to share with you just one of my personal criteria for a leader that I can trust. Okay, so let's let's say that. The most important qualification that I look for in a leader is the mind of Christ. It is the mind of Christ. And that is very hard. You know, in the Bible, I have read this many times. Even when I was a student in a Bible school, you know, we, re we were required to read through the Bible. Even in my college days, uh, I was told by my Christian professor to read finish until revelation and then start over i've read this again and again the mind of christ the mind of christ i did not realize how important the mind of christ is until i encounter a lot of people that we were trying to help okay fix their problems the only solution is the mind of christ you know Families, uh, breaking up, separation, divorce, things like that. Everything, all 
all of these things, you know, where, where, where relationships are severed to the point that it's hard to reconcile the husband from the wife. There's only one thing that, you know, people need to develop in their lives as they grow in the Spirit, and that's the mind of Christ. That's the mind of Christ, okay? Um, you see, uh, why, why does uh, this uh, thing apply also to uh, the secular world where you choose uh, a leader? It applies because, you know, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. <laughs> when your leader, you know, recognizes, when our leader recognizes the Lord God of Israel, the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will bless our nation. You you know that there's so many scripture in the old. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to pick them. We we're saving time, but I want you to understand that what and how the leader thinks is important for me. This is how I assess things. How a person thinks is very important. So when a person ran for office, you know, it's not just the platform that I want to hear. I want to hear from his or her mind the name that he is following. He or she is following. You know, you know, you know why? Because you know, why would I follow you if you're not following my Lord? <laughs> why would I follow you if you're leading? You know the. You know if you're heading somewhere that you know that is not. In line with the will of God. So here's the thing. How the candidate thinks is important to me. Okay? If, if you follow God, I will follow you. Alright? But if you don't follow God, you follow the devil, I will not follow you. Very simple, right? So that is why uh, the most important qualification I look for in a leader is the mind of Christ. So 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4 to 16. Okay, let's read that. Paul said, My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration with the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Listen to that. Very important. So that your faith might not, not, rest on human wisdom but on God's power. So you see the apostle Paul doesn't want us, you know, to to rely on human wisdom. So whatever you say, keep it to yourself because that is based here. But if a person trusts in the Lord than himself, that is something else. If the person trusts in God's power, trusts in the Holy Spirit, then what he thinks he can do, then what you know, then trusting in his own abilities and skills, then you know that this person can be favored by God. You see, if the candidate, you know, is not right, to, you know, is this not? I mean, especially if he's in rebellion against God, like Nimrod. You see, the spirit of Nimrod is reviving nowadays. You know, Nimrod wants to make the world one. Uh, read that. Gal uh, Galatians, no, no. Genesis chapter 11. Okay, y you understand that this is, you know, the spirit of Nimrod. Uh, it was prophesied that in the book of Daniel, it's, it's going to happen again. 
it's gonna come and it's gonna be the last kingdom on this planet. So the, the world is will become one again. So it, it, it's a history that will repeat itself, but in a global scale. So I hope you, you get this understanding that Nimrod is a kind of an antichrist. You know, the spirit of the antichrist is, is very rebellious against God. Um, okay, in, instead of following God, so, you know, he, he wanted to create, you know, Anyway, I'm not going. That's not my topic. Genesis 11 is not my topic today. So just make your do your own research, okay? Genesis chapter 11. So let's let let's finish this. Verse 6 it says, "We do however speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not listen to this, not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age." Okay? Who are coming to nothing. So it is not based on what? Not on based on the wisdom of this age or the rulers. You, you can say not based on the wisdom of politicians. Period. Okay? So if you try to understand the Bible is actually uh, helping believers to focus on the Lord Jesus Christ and not on men. Okay? Who can fail us. But instead... Focus on the Lord, okay? If there's someone you need to fight for, that's your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's worth fighting for according to the Apostle Paul. Remember, he fought a good fight. He finished his race, right? I hope uh, you will do the same. So listen, not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Verse 7, no, we declare God's wisdom. That is the mind of Christ. God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. Verse 8, none of the rulers of this age understood it. Okay? For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ is... Referring to uh, about 2,000 years ago. However, as it is written, what no, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. Verse 10. So how, 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 how? This is how. This is how to have, to operate, the, uh, in, with the mind of Christ. Okay, verse 10 says, these are the things God has revealed to us by His Spirit. So it's only through the Holy Spirit that you can operate, that you can function with the mind of Christ. Okay, this says, the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God, for who knows the person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Verse 12, What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. Verse 13, This is what we speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit. Capital S. That's the Holy Spirit. Explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught spirit words. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the, the person without the Spirit does not accept the things that, that come from the Spirit of God, but considers them foolishness. So if you think uh, what I, I just 
share with you as you know the the about the it's foolishness then something's wrong okay <laughs> because the person who has the holy spirit understands this okay and this is not foolishness for him okay why does an unbeliever who doesn't have the spirit of god considers the things of god foolishness because he cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit they are spiritually discerned so the bible in order for you to understand you need discernment. They are spiritually discerned. Okay? Uh, verse 15 says, The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgment. So we can judge. Yes? Can we? Yes. That's what the Bible says. But the world cannot judge us. Listen. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about what? All things. But such person is not subject to merely human judgments. Okay. For who has known the mind of the Lord as so as to instruct him? No one. Okay, listen to this. Here's the last part. Okay, and then, then that's it. But, verse 16 says, but, last part of verse 16, but we have the mind of Christ. So this is uh, by default, you know, the Apostle Paul says that all believers have the mind of and i tell you all believers have the mind of christ except that we have not learned i mean the, the world has so bombarded us with so many things especially now with with this the technology that we have in our time in this world uh, the lord has so many rivals okay because you know rivals in attention because of the technology because of you know modernization what is that song? Uh, is it hard? Yeah, yeah. What's that song again? No, no, no. The no rival. Yeah. Well, anyway, th that song you have no rival, no equal, uh, no. No, there's another song that says no, uh, no. No other throne survives. I serve only you. Ah. To keep your lovely face. Is that it? Okay. Says The song says, To keep your lovely face ever before my eyes. This is my prayer. Make it my strong desire. That in my secret heart no other love competes, no rival throne survives, and I serve only you. What a powerful uh, song that is. No rival throne survives, and I serve only you. That. If you have that, you have, you will surely function with the mind of Christ. No rival throne survives. I tell you, that's a wonderful song. Thank you, Lord, for helping me. Uh, just a quick, you know, drop or note from the Lord uh, in my heart. I just remember that there's a song that says that thing. Hallelujah. So, Guys, in summary, the most important qualification that I look for in a leader is the mind of Christ. Verse 5 and verse 12 says that uh, those 
whose faith that does not depend in human wisdom, nor words taught by human wisdom, but rest on God's power. So we learn that, okay? In verse 6 to 10, those that does not blindly follow the wisdom of this age, okay? So th there are people who will blindly do what other countries do. You know, they, they're, they're obliged. They, they, they feel like they have to do what others are doing. You know, there are people like that, okay? But that's why, you know, somehow I like... Uh, I just want to say this. I'm not a, an American, but I like Trump <laughs> because you cannot dictate him. It's somehow he has this personality that, you know, he, he wants that America would gain, that would, you know, but you cannot dictate him. You cannot manipulate him. You cannot control him. Okay. Because what he thinks is best that he will do. Um, uh, so it's not necessarily that you need to follow the whole world or whatever. But follow the Lord God. But follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so who, uh, those who, that does not blindly follow the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age or what everybody's doing, you know, but talks about God's wisdom revealed. So, so I told you, um, um, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I told you a while ago that uh, it's very important for me how the leader thinks, how a person thinks, okay? Verse 14, number three, those that accepts the things that come from the Spirit of God is very important to me because that is part of uh, a characteristic that the person, you know, can function in the mind of, with the mind of Christ. Number four, last but not the least, not, listen to this. Mind of Christ, about the mind of Christ. Having the mind of Christ means living and sharing the plan, purpose, and perspective of Christ. Okay? And perspective of Christ. Thus, our core belief revolves or pivots around our mission to please God first and to do the Great Commission. So, listen to this. If I have an abbreviation concerning the mind of Christ, remember this, WWJD. JD is not Jonathan David. Okay. WWJD, it means what would Jesus do? Wow, that's great, Kirill, huh? <laughs> it's true. What would Jesus do if, if, if he is in your situation, whatever you're facing, in whatever circumstance you are in right now, what would Jesus do? In fact, listen, ladies and gentlemen, there were politics during the time of Jesus. Listen to this. Very important. But Jesus, did he tell his disciples, hey, you know, I, I want this guy, vote for this or whatever, you know, uh, in their palace. Jesus was not that concerned about politics. He's not moved with the politics because for the Lord Jesus Christ, what's important is what? His mission to seek and save the lost. That is our mission, friends, Christians, ladies and gentlemen. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? Okay, so this is the conclusion of our uh, topic today because uh, we, we need to go. <laughs> uh, we need to go to our second service uh, face to face and I hope to see some of you there. And 
so I'll see you again next week, right? But the thing is, to make the long story short, what would Jesus do? So friends, the message is not just for the election, for whom to vote or what to vote or, you know, what things to consider, like the principles of God, the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Remember, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? If if you remember that WWJD always, when you face trials of many kinds, you remember WWJD, what would Jesus do? Then you can operate in the mind of Christ. If your marriage is falling apart, think about WWJD, what would Jesus do? If you are being, you are being tempted right now, you know, with with wrong relationships, with 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 you know other things, and you don't know what to do, which to choose, then remember WWJD. What would Jesus do? That is what we meant by having the mind of Christ. What would Jesus do? Okay, so. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time, giving us the privilege, this platform to share your word throughout the world. Uh, we pray that uh, those whom you have appointed to hear this message, those who need it, Lord, will, will hear, will watch this program, and we pray that they will understand and that you would help them that, Lord, they will develop this attitude to follow you, the mind of Christ. What would Jesus do? Let it always ring. Let this, you know, uh, uh, ring or reverberate in their hearts and mind. What would Jesus do? That's my prayer. So, Lord, bless us. Bless all of us. And now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you His peace, both now and forevermore. And all of God's will say, Hallelujah and glory to God. Thank you for joining us, friends. We love you. We hope you've been blessed and uh, you, you, you receive your rhema, you know, the living word for today. And uh, walk with the mind of Christ. And always remember, what would Jesus do? Okay, so see you again till next time. God bless. Bye. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash MFCDVO. God bless.